listening to the Fitness Essentials Podcast powered by Essential of Athletics, the podcast for people just like you looking for the best fitness, sports performance, strength, and conditioning information possible. From strength gain to fat loss, rehab to prehab, sports to lifestyle, the Fitness Essentials Podcast has everything. Remember, not only to subscribe to this podcast, but also check out our Essential of Athletics YouTube channel for more exciting information-packed videos and working advice, training tips, exercise techniques, and so much more. Welcome to the Fitness Essentials Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the Fitness Essentials Podcast. I am your host, Roy Alexander. Today I have, it's this is so exciting. I have my very first ever co-host. I am here with Adam, that deadlift dude, Colorado. How are you doing today, Adam? I'm great. Yourself? I am excellent. Thank you. And welcome, by the way, to the EOA family, EOA gym, and the Fitness Essentials podcast. Well, I'm so happy to be here, man. I, I'm, I'm happy that you're happy. <laughs> Anyways, today we got a great episode. So let's talk a little bit about, like, uh, like who is Adam, right? So today, um, so for those of you that listen to this, this is obviously a podcast created, uh, you know, for the members of the EOA gym here in Vancouver, um, saying that we do want to make sure that the content, you know, so you could be listening to this in Singapore and it's still relevant to you, right? So while it is a podcast created for the members, it's also a podcast that's created for the world. And so we're going to be actually talking about the deadlift today. And we're going to be spending a lot of time on the deadlift. By the way, if you want to see Adam, you can also go to our um, Essentials of Athletics YouTube page. Just type that into YouTube, Essentials of Athletics. It'll pop up. Adam's going to be doing lots of great videos coming up over the next year or so. Um, doing video like we got a, he's got a two or three part series that going to be doing on the deadlift which is going to be really fun so there's going to be one in the beginners basics program uh, there's going to be one in some of the intermediate the advanced the ultimate strong playlist so it's going to be a lot of fun so while like I said this podcast it's for everybody but let's talk about you Adam for a minute all right good remember you got to talk don't nod <laughs> so nodding doesn't help but I'm nodding <laughs> so um you basically, so what happened is there's been a lot of changes to this gym in the last um, couple months. So long story short, for those of you that are maybe at the gym here, you've probably noticed there's been a lot of paint and like banners going up. It's just equipment moved. There's a lot of changes. So what happens, but for the last about year and a half, I was working with the company um, off, off the record. You know, off the payroll, even mm -hmm. <laughs> basically offering little tips and little hints and little like, you know, hey, maybe you guys should try doing this. You should try doing that because I've worked in gyms all around the world. Right. And what I tend to do is I tend to go into gyms and I get them busy. Um, I'm very good at putting myself in the three people's positions. I put myself in the position of an owner. Um, I put myself in the position of a customer. And I put myself in the position of a staff because, you know, I've been all three of those. So I can walk into a gym. For instance, an owner, quite often they just don't see um, things that are wrong with the gym from a customer's point of view. Also, quite often you'll get staff that don't see things from an owner's point of view, right? And then, of course, you got customers who don't really understand things from the, a system's point of view. So I tend to get brought into gyms. And kind of um, just say, hey, this is what you kind of need to get busy and, and grow community and stuff. So long story short is I came on now as an official member of the staff as the community experience director, the CED. I gave myself that title. And one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to put together a really, um, really kick-ass coaching 
team. Um, this Jim, you know, for a long time, there's good coaches, but it was very, it was very uh, a lot of mobility and kind of physio sort of point of view. And I found it was not focused too much on the strength and conditioning. Yet it looks like a strength and conditioning gym, right? I mean, it's 23 freaking power racks, right? Barbells, bumper plates, but there really wasn't a lot of the use of those in a strength and conditioning point of view that I thought. So one of the first things I said is, you know, we need to bring on at least a coach who really has a strong grasp and a strong passion for the strength world. And then this resume comes in from this dude who's called that deadlift dude. (laughs) Well, this is interesting right off the top. And then I saw something about like a world title holders or title holder championships, which we'll get into. And then we kind of called up Adam and then, uh, then you walked in. So can you give us a bit of a background on you? Like what kind of gyms have you worked with? How long you've been doing the training for? And then we'll jump into your, like why the deadlift and like why you're so passionate and like you would actually give yourself the name that deadlift dude. Yeah, so I started uh, about seven years ago. I was working in a commercial gym at a good life there and uh, just really started the journey. And I was really passionate about it. I was dealing with pretty much overweight clients and just people looking to get in shape. Dead lifting good life just doesn't yeah. sound like it. So that was just a starting point. So, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I was at World Gym for a bit there. But you were a manager at a good life, right? Yeah. So like I went. Fitness from, manager or manager manager? I was manager manager. So how are you, how are you the deadlifting while? being the manager because usually those guys are just in a shirt and tie and sitting in an office doing tours yeah so it was uh, interesting i actually had uh more experience than a lot of the trainers but i yeah. wanted at that point in my life i just wanted to be you know at salary and just had a comfortable life but then i realized i didn't like ceilings with uh when it comes to income and how much you can expand so yeah, that like was a manager a big of different. a good life probably does all right like what's they the do all salary right. of a good life manager like 60 grand uh, yeah it's 60 and way, way more above that it depends with, what kind like of lo- level yeah levels and bonuses and the size of the club and all that kind of gotcha. stuff but so even then you're probably gonna cap out at 100 grand a year yeah that's like the max hit your bonuses and exactly like, like rocking it so then you go to world gym you said was yeah. that in bc is that in ontario no that was all in ontario there oh, okay so yeah i was in uh so world gym was a trainer there as well for a few years but uh kind of just lost my passion for training eventually uh i wasn't getting the clients uh, i was liking um i found it was uh more of a, a therapy session for a lot of these clients <laughs> and uh and they didn't actually wanted to train it was just uh so i wasn't getting the clientele i like so i okay. kind of just went into um home and auto insurance from there um so i got licensed for that and but Sounds then incredibly boring it was so uh <laughs> so i definitely then i moved out here to uh vancouver and i got back into it got back to the personal training uh, i got back on instagram all that kind of stuff and just started from there yeah, so. you've been rocking the instagram quite good by the yeah. way his handle is at that deadlift dude so you can find him on there so look up adam that deadlift dude colorado so it's just that deadlift dude yeah. And you've been playing around with reels. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He came to me and I said, Adam, I go, uh, you, you're like me. Like, you know your shit, but, you know, we're getting stomped on by the young dogs, right? The young pups, the 24-year-olds. Like I told you, I'm in a coaching program, you know, to grow my online presence. Um, and, like, there's guys that are 24 years old that are making 20-plus grand a month U.S. dollars in coaching. 
And then guys like you and me are struggling, you know, to make to, to get a client that we're even passionate about. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, one of the things you gotta do is you really gotta up your Instagram game. And this guy, I'll tell you something about him though, he listens. Like I, I what did I tell you to do this week? And you went out and did it that day. Oh, with the the laptop there? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, you come to me with these big goals. And one of the things, the reason I hired them is because I'm, I'm very black, white, and blunt with people. Like, I like to know what their goals are. Like, if are you just somebody who just wants to come and, you know, make some money and, you know, bugger off and do your thing? Or do you actually want to grow and grow passionate? And you sent me this, like, really good. You watch my podcast, right? Yeah. So I watched one of your videos and you were talking about goal setting. And then yeah. from there, um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to write up a, an email and give the breakdown of exactly mm -hmm. where I'm at and exactly yeah. where I want to be. Five and it was years, very so. good. And I was like, yes, these yeah. are big goals. Because that's yeah. the kind of client. I won't work with a client unless they come up with big goals. I'm like, I want to lose 10 pounds. I fuck off. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> Then that's boring. No, I don't want to do that. No, no. Because, you, you, you might, yeah, you can lose 10 pounds. You can probably use 30 or rocket. But anyway, that's getting off track. But anyway, you came in with these really awesome goals. And I said, well, listen, if you want to do this, like we live in an age where it's media. I mean, we're recording right now on a podcast. Like you need to have the tools. And nowadays for a couple grand, you can build a television studio in your house. And I mm -hmm. said, you need to get yourself a good iPhone because your phone didn't even have screen recording on it. No. I was like, try to screen record some reels that you like and show me. Oh, I can't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy crap. This guy wants to make 100 grand next year and he can't record. Outdated, right? Yeah, so, so yeah. we had to fix him up. It's okay. I did the same thing. I, last year, like 2020 and 2021 were my years to really step it up, right? And then I can take what I've learned and I, you know, I, I share. But yeah, you went out and bought an iPhone 12 that night. Uh, you bought a brand new MacBook M1 chip, you know, thing, and you're rocking it, so which is which is awesome. But you did the, don't pay for a year. That's all right. Yeah. You got a year to rock it. <laughs> exactly. So if you're listening and you need coaching, make sure you come to Adam because he needs to pay off that MacBook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, anyways, let's continue on. So um, so then so then you 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 know you're working in gyms back in BC, and then you you know you send us your resume, but. Why the deadlift? Let's talk about that. Like, how did you get passionate about the dead? Like, so passionate you want to make your career, like, kind of revolve. Like, you're not just the deadlift guy. Like, people, you people don't just come to you only for the deadlift. But you know, it's basically strength you really is like, uh, strength my is niche. Thing. But, but uh, deadlift? deadlift is my passion for sure. I started why? off uh, in powerlifting, so you do squat, bench, and deadlift, okay. and I just found deadlift came so easy to me um so i was just ahead of the game it was better than my other two lifts and hmm. from there i got invited to uh compete at the arnold's in 2017 2018 okay uh just for the deadlift so it was called that's the, a pretty big deal yeah so yeah. it was a 21 deadlift salute it was called there so um that really opened my eyes the first year i was there so it was a very competitive uh environment and there's so many people watching that and um yeah i was at the pretty much the bottom of the pack there that year so it was like uh, eye-opening for me and then the next year i came back and i added about 80 pounds to my deadlift and i was runner up the the next year at 220 so now let me yeah. ask you a question for the for the the arnold can like like is it one of those can anybody just sign up or do you or does no. it have to so be like uh like you have to get invited to go to the arnold's and you and have who to invite have... you does arnold call you up <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> dude come on come in to compete. i wish that happened um i was literally like about five minutes or five feet away from okay. him but, but he so had security um so you have to have a qualifying numbers and then okay. you submit it and then they decide 
depending on those numbers of that year, okay. uh, who gets in. But it's uh, gotcha. crazy to see the strength game has really changed. Um, 800 at the first year was considered like absolutely incredible deadlift at that mm. point. And now it's like people are you know pulling 900 plus easily at those things. Mm. So it's like the strength game has really changed. You know? Yeah. I know. So what was your pull at the first one? What was your best pull at the first uh, So the first one I hit. 683 and that was a while back and the next year i hit 755 okay so yeah nice nice and um okay so now you are also a world was it world champion or something the silver dollar deadlift or something? yeah so so more recently um so i've the best i've done in competition bare hands would be so 805 uh, for the deadlift with straps i've done 860 um, and then for the silver dollar, um, so I hit, so 11.03 was my best with that. And trap bar deadlift, I've hit, so 11.19, and that's currently. And you have that on video. Yeah. Did you so wear a belt in that? It didn't look like it. Uh, so, yeah, I was actually wearing a belt underneath oh, for that okay. one. Oh, that um, yeah, it's so not it doesn't even count, then. right? Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but to my knowledge, it's still the heaviest trap bar deadlift uh, in any weight class around the world. Like, so. So, that, so so as of right now, as far as you know, you have the heaviest hex bar deadlift on the planet Earth. Correct. Um, and is there any way to, like you have it on video, so is there any way Yeah, so to... it got submitted to the WDC. It was, um, so I was invited to Scotland, um, okay. but due to COVID, it wasn't going to happen this year mm. um so they opened it up kind of like crossfit style so okay. um basically anybody around the world could submit and everybody in scotland uh could compete at the live event and then they picked whoever the world uh world champion would be either from video the judges would judge it and say if it was good lift or not or live they'd do the same so gotcha it's bittersweet you know yeah, like yeah, i'd yeah. rather be doing it in scotland but oh, saying sure. that the numbers are real. Throwing so. in some Highland yeah. games while you're at it. Throw, <laughs> yeah. throw a Tabor around or log or whatever the hell they call it. Um, now, what is a silver dollar deadlift? Is it like a, a thing full of silver dollars? Or? It used to be, so that's where it came from. Oh, okay. So they would actually fill them up. But uh, now it's Did you just... Did you keep the dollars after you won? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure about that That would have been... That's, that that is, would be a see, paycheck. That would get people going. Yeah, if they said, going. hey... Whoever wins number one, you not only win a trophy, but you get to take home all the silver dollars in the silver dollar deadlift thing. Man. We'll make that event here. That's a good, we'll that's a that, good yeah. idea. I don't know why they didn't do that. It kind of seems like getting ripped off. You got to lift them all, but then you can't take them home. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it now then if it's not silver dollars anymore? Uh, so it's like an apparatus that you just put the, the plates inside this uh, cube, basically. Oh, yeah. so it's like a... It's like inspired from a silver dollar. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's lame. Yeah. They should have kept it the old kept, way. Yeah, it's yeah. more fun the old way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Well, so then you just so you just got you were just naturally really good at the deadlift and you trained for the deadlift. Hmm. And now you have a seminar coming up here, correct? On, Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Like coming up. Uh, hopefully, this podcast gets out before then. If not, I'm sure we'll do another one. Hmm. But you do have a, a seminar coming up this Saturday, and it's only forty dollars at EOA here. But but even if you do miss that, um, can you tell us what are a couple other deadlift-inspired things you have going on in this gym right now? 
Uh, so I've got a 90-day mastery deadlift program coming up uh, in the new year. So basically, I'm going to do, for 90 days, I'm going to try to transform your deadlift there. So we're going to look at everything like deadlift variations. We'll have tutorials on the deadlift. I'll be filming as well. I'll find your weak points. I'll find the best accessory exercises for you. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we'll just get as much uh, poundage on that bar as possible. So that's there. like a three-month, basically, deadlift transfer transformation program yeah coaching program okay cool um and then what about other what about you got a barbell club at the gym can you tell us about that yeah so in the new year we're gonna have a barbell club here at the club and uh so we haven't decided on the date but it'll be about once or twice a week and we'll be looking at the main movement so we'll be looking at the squat bench and deadlift and nice. we're looking to build like a great community with that so a really yeah, it's inspiring it's atmosphere nights, i think at least right wednesday, like, we know yeah. wednesdays for sure and then we'll see how it goes from there obviously yeah. if there's a huge demand we you know we'll, we'll add to it mm. and what about this little uh contest you took some pictures yesterday on instagram with some medals what's up with that yeah so we're rewarding people for getting a certain amount uh above so 2.75 is for males over 40 yeah um so for your body weight there so you'll get a medal for that and we've got it for women as well um i don't remember Can't off remember the top exactly. of my head I think for women actually i think i changed it slightly today i think for women it's 2.15 times body weight for and women over 40 i think it's like 1.85 or something like that I, yeah. Yeah. but basically what it is we call it the golden barbell challenge or the golden deadlift challenge but golden barbell and why do we call it that well for because we literally took a barbell and painted it gold so right now we have a gold barbell literally inside the gym uh, sitting on top of a gold plate. Mm. And like you said, uh, there's a certain, you know, a certain amount. Because basically at the end of the day, one of the biggest health markers that we can look at um, that they can judge you on how long you're going to live and how healthy you're going to be is total body strength. Like it's actually been shown to be a better indicator than things like cholesterol. So we said, okay, well, we know that total body strength is a long marker of health uh, and deadlift is a great example of total body strength so i'm like you put those together it's like so if you got a really good deadlift the chances are you're going to really live a really nice long healthy life <laughs> long story For short sure. so we said okay well how do we get people you know how do how can we have a fun contest about deadlifting that's not you know not coming and competing against other people so we said well let's do this let's just say what are the you know kind of the recognized standards of deadlifting you know like like basically you're a guy at a certain age what is a shitty deadlift? What's a good deadlift? What's an optimal deadlift? What's a great deadlift? And what's like a pro deadlift? Because, you know, the average person, you don't have to be held. You go on a thousand pound deadlift plus, that, that's overboard for most people unless you're competing, right? Mm. But what generally seems to be the consensus is a really good deadlift for a guy is somewhere between two and three times body weight. And we had originally made a two and a half times body weight, but the reason we went a little bit higher at 2.75 is because we're allowing you to use the straight bar or the hex bar. And as uh, Adam pointed out, which we'll talk about, um, you have a bet, you have a pretty good chance with the hex bar, to be honest. Because you yeah, were saying it's definitely it's, a lot easier. It's definitely a lot easier. So you can come in here, and there's a certain measure, and Adam or Adam or myself have to watch you, and then Adam will give you the medal. And you can do a straight bar, you can do a hex bar, and for the lifts, you can do a sumo or a standard. So you have your choices of you know, that, that, those two tools and those two stances. And you're also allowed to use um, a lift, pair of lifting straps and a belt. 
So we're definitely allowing you to use lifting straps and a belt as well. So that's going to be fun. And then you get this little gold medal. What does the medal say? Do you remember what it says on it? Uh, don't remember off the top of my head. It says bending bars, oh, deadlifting for life. That was and, the one. Yeah, so there's no cost in this contest. The whole thing is it's just out there to inspire you and motivate you to maybe work on your total body strength. Like for me, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm 46. I... I want to try to win one of those by the spring. So I'm like, you know what? I haven't done a lot of deadlift work. I'm going to now start doing more deadlift working because I'd like to get one of those medals. And Carlos, one of the members here at the gym, he's like, dude, he goes, I want one of those medals too. And he doesn't really even like the deadlift, but he wants the medal. It's amazing what a, like a $6 little medal can do. Right, but that's the goal, right? So it's get fun. You get your picture on Instagram, and you can say to people, "Hey, you know what? I lifted, you know, two and a half, two point seven time times my body weight. It looks fun in picture." So it's a fun little, you know, contest that's just going to continue on to the gym. It's not a limited time thing. Like as long as this gym's open, or at least me and Adam are here, that contest will be running. So it's going to be fun. So again, like no sign up, just you know, come in here, train for it. So I wonder who's going to get the the first I one. I know we got to watch. There's a couple guys I, near that are probably close. I got one of my clients who he's. I just yeah. told him you're not allowed it, to so. compete in it though because you take all the medals. Fair enough. <laughs> but your client, who's he got a client already? That's that's interesting. Yeah. Right? See, there we go. See what I mean? Like we already got. There's three people who are already inspired just because we spray painted a bent barbell goal. <laughs> so let's then talk about. The deadlift. Um, can you explain, like, I, and I kind of led into it, that's really good for health, but can you kind of explain, like, why do you tell clients they should deadlift? Where should we start deadlifting? And what are some of the biggest mistakes you see in deadlifting that we can fix? So let's kind of cover those three topics today. So the biggest mistakes I see with the deadlift? Well, let's actually start with why you should be deadlifting first. So like, why? Because it's a basic movement everybody's doing in life. Even if you're picking up a box from the ground, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, 30-year-old soccer mom. You still need to be able to do that, keeping a neutral spine, using your legs, using good technique with that. So it's exactly. it'll carry over in every day. Yeah, we move this fridge. We got to pick up, move this oven. Right? So you got to know how to move things properly. So yep. that's where it's going to help. And let's you. be honest, even when we pick up groceries, that's what you're doing, right? Yep. You bend over the grocery store and you put that. You know, you got those ridiculous. You got the two grocery bags in each hand, and you're bending over and you're picking them up. I mean, that's a deadlift. It's a deadlift. So it's a just it's a staple movement in life that you yeah. need to be able to do in a loaded position. That's for sure. So that's kind of why you want to do it. So let's talk about then maybe some of the mistakes people make, and that can lead us into like what actually creates a good deadlift and the things that you should be paying attention to. So what would you say are three of the biggest mistakes that you see people make on the deadlift? Definitely low back rounding for the people who basic, uh, I'd say like amateurs who don't know how to deadlift at all. The low back is rounding Mm -hmm. completely and that's not what you want. You want to keep that flat uh, lower back for sure. And the bar drifting away from you is a huge mistake I see all the time. What you mean by drifting away from you for people that don't really quite know the terminology. That means... Like, basically, that bar is supposed to travel so close to your body, right? Like, that's why deadlifters wear the socks, right? Because it should yeah. kind of be scraping the skin off, right? And you'll see it kind of people go, and they'll, when they grab and they start lifting it, it rolls like 40, even six inches ahead of them. So Correct. now they're in this kind of almost like a falling forward position, right? Yeah. Because their shoulders are now, basically, the bar's in front of their shoulders, where their shoulders should be in front of the bar, Correct. So, yeah, so as soon as the more the bar drifts away from you, the harder it is to finish that lift. So you got to straight line up and down is where you want to have the perfect deadlift. So Mm, that's where you want it to travel. Okay. And so that's two. What's the third one? Third issue, 
If I had to say, probably uh, hand position, I find people go way too wide uh, mm. for the beginners there. And then again, you're not going to be able to activate your lats. So the wider the hand position is, you want to have your hands pretty much straight down. Um, that way you can uh, keep everything nice and tight, right? Now, another mistake that I've seen, and maybe you could tell us what if you see it, you know, where people get up to that lock position and they do that big arch in the back and they lean right back. Uh, why is that no good? So any hyperextension is uh, definitely going to put a lot of strain on the low back. So you just need to be straight up and down, flex the glutes, and flex the quads right there, and then that'll be your best. Yeah, I find that's what people do. Instead of uh, you know, instead of standing nice and straight up and like squeezing their ass, yeah. what they do is instead of squeezing the b- glutes, instead they'll hyperextend the back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you'll see that one a lot too. And if you think about it, that's, just, uh, that's putting a lot of weight and pressure kind of right at that almost 90 degree right in that spine and i can't right see on that those being, discs yeah i yeah. can't see that being a very good idea now let's talk a little bit because I, I think once many 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 years ago and i'm not going to mention his name because he's actually a very well-known trainer television trainer and all that i was training one of my clients who again happens to be one of hollywood's top trainers like she trains holly berry jessica alba everybody and the ryan reynolds zach efron i mean it's ridiculous kate beckett i mean she's trained everybody she's one of she i train her and we were working on deadlifts one day, and I was showing her a hip, like the hinging deadlift, what standard. And then this trainer came over, and he's like, no, no, that's not how you do a deadlift. And he did the one, you know where the one where you're almost squatting, like you get in front of the bar, and you like almost squat down to it? It's, I almost call it like the football deadlift. The, why, what, I guess my question is, why do some people f- mess that up like if it's a hip hinge movement why do you see so many people do these squatting deadlifts where they're they're in this like really all like a 90 degree position you see that a lot what's that all about i think they think that they're gonna get more leg drive out of it at the end of the day but your hips are gonna go where they're gonna go when that bar rises right so even if they do squat down they pretty much just shoot themselves in the foot because at the end of the day it's not gonna it's going to be at that high hip position when it leaves the floor. But, yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, we were both like, oh, thank you. And then we walked away. We were like, that but saying weird. that, uh, there is like Eddie Hall. Uh, he does the squat uh, initially. but the squat the, lift? Yeah, he does. <laughs> but um, he does it in a spectacular fashion. Like he's, He has the, uh, the deadlift record uh, with that. And he was using a deadlift suit as well. Mm. Um, so that makes a difference too, right? Because if you have the deadlift suit, it gives you a bit of a spring at the bottom there. So you can okay. get away with that. But if you're not wearing a suit, you're not going to get anything from that. We should, can we make up a term? We should call that the squat lift. Yeah. I think we've just coined that. So from now on, that's what we're going to call it. If anybody out there steals, if you ever hear anybody from years from now saying, oh, that's that's the squat lift, we invented that term right here. There's the deadlift, the squat, and then the squat lift, which is where you're doing what looks like a deadlift, but from a squat position. Mm. So there we go. People owe us money if they use that. Definitely a couple of people have uh, been successful doing it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, Another interesting thing development that we talked about today, if you happen to be a personal trainer, is we're actually going to be setting up a course um, that's going to actually have CanFit Pro CECs that is going to involve uh, a significant amount of barbell exercises. And probably, obviously, with the deadlift dude, we'll probably be spending a, a good third of that day or that course on deadlifting so that's just a little peek for you guys so if you do happen to be a trainer and you know you're with camp for pro or maybe ace definitely camp for pro for sure maybe ace 
and you want to get CECs, definitely keep an eye on the um, Essentials of Athletics website next year, as well as Thrive Academy, um, Thrive Academy, thrivefitacademy.com. Because what we'll do is we'll be offering it through Thrive Academy. And then, of course, you can also follow, you know, my Instagram or uh, Adam's Instagram as well, because I'm sure we'll all have to be sharing the posters on it. So that's going to be really cool, I think, because there's really not a lot of courses out there. Uh, at least in Canada, anyway. That like, there's just not a lot of courses on like really mastering the barbell. I don't think so. We're, that's going to be a really fun course. So we're going to change the game. That's going to change sure. it up. Lots of changes coming for the while. Now let's then talk about this. Is another one a question I get a lot? Foot positioning in a deadlift. Is it shoulder width, uh, hip width, outside shoulder width? Should the toes be pointing straight? Is like. Like, I know in a squat, right? Like, you got, like, Kelly Starrett squats straight. Mark Ripito's squat 30 degrees. Greg Everett's at 15 degrees. Where does the, what's the stance for a deadlift? I find general rule of thumb is wherever you can jump the highest on a 1-2 stop there is typically your best stance. The, so where you can generate what a 1-2 stop is. So if you're going to do, like, 1-2 and jump... So, so like just the, like the count to two and yeah, then jump? Ex- yeah, so you okay. do that and then just figure out wherever you land is typically the most power you can generate with that. Okay. So, so you can naturally kind of tell just from that. So that's generally what I would say, but it's trial and error with a lot of people. You just got to find out um, just by doing it, experimenting with both stances with that, and uh, you'll find the right answer for you eventually. Gotcha. Now – Let's while we're talking about stance and stuff, another one like so because I was thinking stancing and I, I was just picturing really quickly standing inside a hex bar. Hmm. What is the difference between a hex bar and a straight bar, and when would one use one kind of over the other? Like, obviously, I know if you're doing jumping exercises, no. a hex bar is a no brainer, but I think for most athletes in general the hex bar is the best bet for you because it's the easiest learning curve because okay. the the risk to reward with a deadlift like it's still a skill at the end of the day for sure so uh you're going to spend a lot of time to really try to develop that and if you're a football player basketball player uh, you already have enough things to focus on with that uh, i find the trap bar is real easy it's a lot safer for you and you can still get a lot of leg drive out of it so mm-hmm. that's probably your best bet now, does the the position? I notice when people use the hex, though, they tend to go more into that squat lift. Is that because they're doing it incorrectly, or is that because just the way that tool is made? Like, should you still be in a like that that deadlift hinge position, or does it force just, you into a bit more of a squat? It's position? definitely more of a, a leg press squat position for you, and that's in the hand position as well. Is why people can deadlift way more on that compared to a regular straight bar mm. does it activate like the like a regular deadlift if you're doing it properly really activates the hell out of the hamstrings yeah does the hex bar activate the glutes or the quads a little a bit lot more? a lot of quads in there quads, for right? sure yeah. you're into that kind of deeper almost exactly. like more you're kind of not in a squat but you're definitely not in a high hinge either you're mm-hmm. kind of in a, in that weird middle position yeah and the other thing that i really because i like the hex bar a lot I also prefer the hand positioning because let's be like when you're standing there, 
you know, at normal at rest, your hands, you know, your palms are facing against your legs. Or in a deadlift position, you're going to have some, what is that, internal rotation through the shoulder, right? Because mm. you have to turn your hands out, which is not a normal position to be in. Or a hex bar, you're in that more normal position. So I find it probably over time, if you're doing it a lot, I would find there's probably more shoulder health in the hex bar as well, I would think, just because you are supporting more of that, you know, up, back, and down position, where in a regular deadlift, you do have, like, there is going to be that internal rotation in the shoulder. Would that be correct? Yeah, it all depends what your goal is at the end of the day. So if you're looking to be a great deadlifter, obviously you're going to have to use the straight bar with it, but I think there's a place for both of them so no for sure 100 um, yeah so it just depends on the scenario now let's because we talked a little bit about your past but let's talk about your really really recent past just re- you told me today you have four belts coming in the mail yeah like what kind of belts like do you, is it the ufc belt the wwe <laughs> belt the leather belts they'll, like, they'll look they'll in? they'll look like that but yeah. yeah so um they should be i think either today or tomorrow they should be coming in from and scotland what are they uh, so it's WDC, uh, so uh, it's a federation out in Scotland there. And okay. so I did the deadlift competition with the regular straight bar. Uh, so I had 860 there, so I won best pound for pound and the heaviest of the event. And then with the hex bar, uh, I hit the 1119, so that was the heaviest deadlift of the event as well. And then I won the most events out of that federation, so the Champions of Champions belt. So Now, uh, but you did that in Canada, like right yes, here in Vancouver, in Canada, right? exactly. So yeah. my question is, like, was it, so you said it was a Scotland organization. Yeah. Where, was there, like, a whole bunch of different events around the world running the same day, and they tallied it all up? Or was this just, or was this Vancouver, the location of it this year? Like No, so it was everywhere in the world could submit a video. Um, oh, okay. But there was a live event in Scotland. So if you couldn't make it live, you could submit it online. So it is, where did you do this deadlift that won you all these uh, So this one was uh, so at Richmond. Yeah. Okay, so you were just at a gym in Richmond. Exactly. So you just went in, threw on your camera, sent some heavy-ass deadlifts, sent it in, and kicked the ass of all the people that were on stage in Scotland. Yes. Cool. That's very interesting. And so that's the WDC, mm-hmm. and there were five belts available that day. Yeah, and I got four of them. Now, yeah. which one did you screw up on? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say screw up on. Uh, so somebody, somebody uh was over 40 and he pulled 1103 on the trap bar um so oh, if you, there, is there an age range thing yeah so you get a bit of a so you couldn't uh, even advantage if you wanted to uh i would have had to do something like in the probably like 1200 to uh, so you basically beat the, what happened is um at, at 40 and over would be a master's level so just like our golden barbell challenge 40 and over yeah it's so like you, a 0.25 yeah, so you get a get a a bit of a uh, a handicap. Yeah, you on get that, like a fifteen so, percent yeah. handicap. Yeah, or so you would have had to pull something really high to do that. Yeah, yeah I could so. I could I could see where you did not win that. But <laughs> all good. Four out of five. Excuses, I'm happy excuses. with excuses. All right, next time I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so. That's right. Cool. Well, I think that's that's probably pretty good. I think we covered quite a bit. Um, you know, so 
Where then can people, obviously we are Instagram, but let's throw it out there again. Where can people follow you? And like, what days are you here at EOA currently? I mean, our goal is to get you here full time, but what days are you here right now? So and currently I'm here. So Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And okay. I've, like I said, I've got the seminar this Saturday. So if you're in the area, definitely send me a message. We can still get you in. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at that deadlift dude. And, yep. and if you happen to be listening to this and you haven't checked out the Instagram or whatever, and you're wondering just which the hell person Adam is because we have a severe lack of shirts here and any way of telling who staff I still don't even know who some of the staff are after all these years basically what does he look like he looks like a big dude with a shaved head and this big grizzly beard so that's pretty much how you can find Adam and he's usually walking around with me so yeah. <laughs> that's about it so keep your eyes up for Adam and uh, yeah we got a lot of fun stuff coming at the gym but yeah we're looking really forward to the Barbell Club I think it's going to be fun the banners are actually coming in tomorrow that's news for you too that's amazing yeah, they are arriving tomorrow uh, the awards for the Golden Deadlift arrived last night and the Golden uh, Barbell is literally I have to go get it right now because it's sitting outside I don't want to leave it outside all night it's drying off so lots of hopefully fun hopefully nobody stole it uh, let's hope not <laughs> and I think it's gated so we should be okay but anyways guys that's it um, we are going to be me and Adam by the way we are going to be trying to do um, well at least I'm going to be trying to do two episodes of this podcast per month so what we have coming up is we have a scheduled two episodes per month with at least one with Adam and myself like this talking about different topics and if Adam's available we'll do them always together if not then we'll just it'll be me but our goal is to try to bring you guys two episodes per month uh, as you know as a standard for 2022 as well as one YouTube video a month so again go to the YouTube because we're really gonna try to you know make sure we're getting at least one a month um, of really good content. These aren't like 30 second like TikTok things. These are going to be pretty good little in-depth videos. So anyways, guys, that's about it. Um, the uh, holiday special PT package is on right now. Four or eight pack on sale. Plus, I believe you get a free month of small group training. If you're listening to this in the month of December, right up until December 24th, you can also get 10 free days of small group training. So if you never tried any of our classes, if you want to check it out, particularly... Um, uh, Adam is teaching Tuesday and Thursday nights, I believe, the 7 p.m. 7 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, and I am, and the Thursday one's a strength class, actually. And then I'm teaching the Metcon, the official Metcon program that I designed based off my many, many years in CrossFit. I call it CrossFit without the stupid. And uh, yeah, so that's on Monday nights at 6 o'clock. So lots of great stuff, guys. Again, check the Instagram because that's where everything is. We're currently locked out of the website. There should be a new website up very, very soon. But Instagram is where we are doing everything. So if you don't read the posters in the gym, you gotta check out the Instagram so you know what is going on. And that Instagram is just, we love to make everything really long here. So that is at Essentials of Athletics. You know, it couldn't be at EOA Gym, which makes so much more sense. It's gotta be at Essentials of Athletics. Anyways, till next time, guys, uh, stay strong or as, uh, as, as uh, Adam here loves to say, chase greatness. <laughs> Goodbye. Take care.